You're listening to Tim Talks, Taking Interest in Ministry, a conversation between two great friends with over 70 years of ministry between them. Ministering on opposite sides of the border, Dr. Al Stone is the General Director of Bearing Precious Seed Canada and Pastor Emeritus of the Bible Baptist Church in St. Thomas, Ontario, Canada, while Pastor Dan Wolven pastors the North Columbus Baptist Church in Columbus, Ohio. Listen now as Al and Dan review and relate their experiences in hopes of helping others who are taking an interest in ministry. Now, here is Tim Talks. Welcome to Tim Talks. It's a hot one. It's a hot one. Yes. Whoa. Hot one. Hot one on a cold day. Hot one. I thought we're in the middle of winter. Oh, oh a hot hot coffee. THC. Yeah, yeah. It's been a pretty mild a winter. THC DD. Gotta say, pretty mild. Yeah, well, pretty, we're pretty supposed mild to winter, get, as say, we record really this, very much. we're going to get pretty quote unquote blasted at least to Columbus. You know, they're talking about four inches. Yeah. Now, coming from mm-hmm. Cleveland, where we got considerably Ooh. a lot more snow, but not like Ashtabula, <sighs> that got 10 times the snow we got. Mm-hmm. But we laughed when we mm-hmm. moved here. We laughed for the first four mm-hmm. or five winters, you know, because they'd be out. The reporters would be out. Tell us what's coming down. And invariably, they'd break out the ruler. And in the most serious tones, they would say, Yes, well, as you can see, we have, and they'd put the ruler in the snow, we have almost an inch, and there could be possibly one more inch coming, you know. And and I mean, we would just laugh, like, oh, no, what are we going to do? Yeah, well, let me give you the report Oh, that's trouble. So Lake Erie is and not you're yet in frozen, between which two is lakes. bad news. That's bad news. because Yes, yes. Yes. Well, actually three, because I have Huron north of us, Erie just, just five miles south of us, and then we've got Lake Ontario west of us. So we're kind of in the pocket, which can be a really good thing for us. Sometimes it goes right over us. But they're saying this weekend we're going to get this is in centimeters i'll i'll translate it out for you so one centimeter Point is like six inches something um, like that what yeah half an inch or something i don't know something like that yeah oh. so they're saying here 20 centimeters tonight six centimeters oh. the next day and then another 20 centimeters the next day that's so i'm firing up the snowblower tonight and i'm getting ready to go Make sure there's air in the <laughs> And we're going to yeah. get totally yeah. wasted with yeah. four inches. You wouldn't, you. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even have you go outside. I couldn't find you in the snow. You couldn't tell the difference between me and a fire hydrant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could. The dogs would be peeing on you. <laughs> oh man yeah so it should be exciting wow. so i'll be making some snow Ooh. angels this weekend out in the snow <laughs> wow i need to get a florida gig in the winter i'm, I'm messed up I, I stay home in the winter i need to go oh, south man. man now i know why all those old guys did they all went south for the winter but yeah, so it makes it tough. I got a, I've got a preaching engagement this weekend uh, here locally, and um, I don't know that we're going to have it. So yes. that's the hard part of yeah, uh, winter evangelism. Rent a helicopter. You just never know what you're going to get. So, but it'll be all right. Hey, there you go. 
Yeah, yes. I'm Canadian. I'm tough. I can take it. The Canada. dog sled, the snowshoes. Where men are men and women up. are too. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Canada. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Unlike Columbus where the men are men and the women are in charge. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Hey, listen, great yes, to be back sir. with you. It's uh, Monday. And it's those listening, thank you it's for starting your week podcast. with us. Yeah. And if you're listening on a Tuesday or Wednesday, we hate you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> hate you. You shouldn't be shouldn't be binging. They're binging. But, you know, if that's we it. get if we get 15, 20 right. inches of snow, it's okay to binge. You can go back and and just binge on Tim Cuz then your whole soul you got enough and in there. Heart it would it'd be get warm you through a good toasty. snowstorm. Easy. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> you'd be something. Hey, man, let's talk about this. You had a great idea uh, throughout to me, and oh, I think it's a great, yes. great thing. Yes. Let's talk about God's goodness in our lives. <clears throat> and we've talked about blessings. We've talked about things. But I think you had a good point. You said, you know, we here in Canada, we are desperate for young people to get in the ministry. Desperate. We are, we are in a very serious situation here if we don't do something and see God do something soon. And I think part of why young people don't get in That's ministry true. is because all they hear is the horror stories. They hear the bad, how difficult it is, and you know the hardships we go through. And very seldom do we take time oh, to just amen. really talk about amen. how good the ministry is and how fun it can be and all that stuff. And it's funny you brought it up because I just had lunch with Mike Collin, and I said to him, I said, you know, I said, I always knew that God was going to do something great here in St. Thomas, and I knew that I'd have Amen. a good life, but I Amen. never dreamed it would be as awesome as it is. Never dreamed it would be as good. And I'm sure you'd say the same thing about there in Columbus in your life, too. So let's, let's talk about some of the good things. What, what are some of the yeah, good things well, that God's done in your I, life? I always in the want to encourage young people to, to sort of view sailing out to God like is like an adventure. I mean that's that's the awesome thing is the adventure mm-hmm. that God gives you. You know, how many countries have you been in? I mean, how many countries have I been in? And and, and just, you know, that's that's just oh. like a a small yeah. sidelight uh, of things and but selling out to God, I think one of the yeah. biggest blessings that I never understood at the time, but boy, I sure did since, especially as a youth director, is I'm so thankful that God called me to preach. I was 13 years old when God called me to preach. So I went through all of my high school knowing what I was going to do. You know, I never one time had to dread or worry or uh you know, be concerned. What am I going to do? Sometimes people get that senior scare of, uh, man, everybody's asking me, what are you going to do? I don't know what I'm going to do. And and you're nervous and you're fretful and you're, you know, people are telling you your whole life is on the line if you don't have it all planned out and something's a matter with you and you're a person of uh, low ambition or you're lazy. or I mean, you've got all of this heaped upon you and you're like, I just want to I just want to go to McDonald's with my friends today. You know, what I what I want all this uh, heaped upon me. But, you know, yeah. I, I can say I knew, I mean, obviously I didn't know what Bible college I was going to, but I knew 
where I was headed in life. And that is such a blessing. That I, I didn't understand mm-hmm, it at mm-hmm. the time. But I look back and and, yes. and after dealing with teenagers for so many years and college age people and trying to make decisions, man, I look back and think I never went through that that anxiety. So that's just like the first thing I can think of. Right. Mm-hmm. I tell young people to try and see soon the path that God's going to put you on. And I, I do ask young people, not with a lot of pressure, but I say, what, what are you going to do with your life? What, what would you like to be or, you know, what's something you think God could use you for? And I'm, I'm really shocked at the number of young people that say, I, I have no idea. I, I don't know. I, like you, got saved very Amen. early on. I was nine. And at 12, God called me into the ministry. And there was never a shadow of doubt that God was going to use me in the right. ministry somehow. I didn't know no exa- I didn't know exactly how when I started, but I knew Amen. that somehow I was going to be in the ministry and I was so excited for that. I thought that's great. And I and I did. I had my I had my whole life mapped out for me. So I encourage young people, if you're listening today and I know we've got kids that listen that are 10, 11, 12 years yes. of age and maybe a little bit younger even, start asking the Lord now, what what can I do for you? And I tell young people in youth meetings wherever I go Amen. Just tell the Lord, I'm available. That's all you got to say. I'm available. You don't have to say, God, make me a preacher. God, make me a missionary. Or or even listen for those things. Just say, God, I'm Amen. available for whatever you want. And Amen. then God will show you. He'll make very clear in your life what he wants you to do. And so I would say try to see soon uh, the horizon of that adventure. I think you put it very yes. well. It, it is an adventure. It's, it's an unknown adventure that can scare you to death. But once you start... And you start seeing and God a, do something. You've some got a general map from the Bible, so you know adventure. the direction you're going. But uh, the Lord right. unfolds different maps mm-hmm. and puts them in, and and it just it it is so amazing. It is so phenomenal. Uh, just just seeing God work. Um, second thing I think of is yeah. I remember the joy. Whenever I I fully understood and and experienced God answering my prayers, you know private prayers, you know sometimes I I right. in college mm-hmm. I I sort of just went on like a spiritual journey, just a private thing between the Lord and I. Didn't tell anyone, and I just kept a journal. And uh, there was uh, 78 straight days that God answered a specific prayer request. Now, it's not like I only asked one thing, you know. I I gave a lot of needs, but it wasn't like either, like I was trying to hedge hedge my bets, so to speak, and ask 100 things and get one of them. But, But just needs that I had, and some of them were very specific, and just to see that God hears me, I mean, it was just when I fully understood that, it was just so awe-inspiring because, I mean, you and I, we joke around all the time, but we're the first ones to say that yep. we don't deserve any prayer to be answered. Now, we do deserve it because we've been adopted into God's family and God has obligated himself to us, but... You know we don't mm-hmm. we don't desert. No one gets a prayer answered mm-hmm. because of who they are. It's all the grace and the goodness of God 
but just just to be right. able to sort of make that adult step yeah. from my pastor has talked about answer to prayer. My parents have talked about specific answers to prayer. Now I'm getting to see some specific answers to prayer that that I know is is God alone because no one else knew some of those needs and some of those burdens mm-hmm. and and it just man that's exciting that that right. really gives you a real confidence and a trust in the Lord mm-hmm. to know he he's done this before he'll he'll do it right. again right i want to i want to take it back just a little bit to something you said you, you talked about you know the general will and specific will of God. And, and I want to tell you, if you're listening as a young person today or an adult, that if you're not doing the general will of God, it is very hard to see the specific will of God. In doing the general will of God, which is reading your Bible, praying, going to church, tithing, winning people to Christ, and living mm-hmm. as, as close a life to Christ as you possibly can, in doing those things, God is then preparing you for the specific Amen. call that he has in your life. There's something God wants you to do. God God has a plan for your life to help in the kingdom of God and in the cause of Jesus Christ. And if you're not doing those general things, if you're not reading your Bible, God's not going to show you something specific. If you're not praying, God's not going to show you that specific. How, how can you be a pastor if you don't read your Bible? How can you be a great Sunday school teacher if you don't pray? How can you be an awesome husband and father if you're not a witness of Jesus Christ and giving and supporting the work of the Lord? So... I, Amen, I put a heavy brother. emphasis on that general will of God and getting into that. So you're 12, you're 12 today, and you're saying, I, I want to know what God wants me to do. Here's what he wants you to do. Those five things that I just listed for you. And I think it was Brother Tom Sexton that first said that, and, and I could be wrong, but I, I heard him say it. Five great things every Christian must, must do if they're going to be a great Christian. And, and those five things of you know, reading Amen. the Bible, praying, going to church, tithing, and witnessing. If you do four of those things, you're a good Christian. If you do three of those things, you're a nominal Christian. If you do just two of those things, you're not a very good Christian. And if you only do one, you may not be a Christian. And uh, I, I thought that was really good. And I've really tried to apply that to my life and, and pray those things. And then I, I just mentioned this to somebody. Um, I heard, I think it was on Instagram, I heard an older man say this, and others have probably seen it. He said, you know, when I pray, I used to pray with a lot of specific requests. He said, and I still do pray for things, but he said, I've basically started praying, Lord, your will is perfect and your way is perfect. Mm -hmm. God, just put me in that perfect place. Just, I'm going to trust you, I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do, and I'm just going to trust you for the most awesome things. And I think we need to pray that yeah, prayer let as me well interject as we're younger here and looking for the cause of Christ. That, I mean, we are thoroughly thrilled to be called into the ministry, but we're not talking about everyone who's listening being called into the ministry. But we are talking about everyone here that is Correct, listening. Right. I don't care what your age is older than us or in in your preteens we are talking about being surrendered to god and whenever you are in the will of god when you are sold out right to the lord you it may not be your career in in full-time work you know you may be a business owner or a laborer or uh you know a, a designer uh, you know, who knows what, but uh, to be sold out to God is, uh, it's a blessed way 
to live. I mean, it just it just is. And even though mm-hmm. I gave mm-hmm. I, I gave my life to Christ when I surrendered to preach, um, you know, I, I trusted the Lord. Of course, I gave him my soul, trusted him with my soul when I got saved. But I truly gave him my life when I was called to preach. But, um, you know, it, it, it's the joy. We're talking about the joy of selling out to the Lord. Um yeah, some days I'm not walking with the Lord yeah, the way that yeah. I should be. So, uh, you know, it's not only just a one-time thing. Uh, and I believe that Romans 12, that we should present our bodies mm-hmm. a living sacrifice, doesn't just mean we did it when we're 13 and we're done. I think that every day, constantly through the day, uh, we need to keep presenting ourselves to the Lord. You know, Lord, I'm sorry. I thought a wicked thought or, you know, I, w- I was angry at my brother without a cause. And Lord, forgive me. I, I, I want to be completely yours today. You know, help me to ha- have the right thoughts and help me to be the mm-hmm. right person. Mm-hmm. There is such a there is such a joy and such a thrill to be in the center of God's presence Um Man, uh, I I wish that somehow we could just transfer that experience awesome. to young people today. Yeah, yeah, Ab- absolutely. Let's do this. Let's on Wednesday talk about some of the fun that we've had in the ministry, some of the fun things we've been able to do. Some together, some uh, as pastors, some as just Christians in the church. Some of the fun things that have happened at church, some of the funny things that have happened. Let's talk about that on Amen. Wednesday. That'd be a great uh, hump day, great uh, middle of the week day, and uh, do that. Amen. That'd be great. I'm Al Stone. I am so glad I'm in the ministry. I, I can't imagine my life in any other venue. Um, people I say, well, you could have been this or that. You know, I think most people have said at one time or another, both of us, you could have been a comedian or you could have been an actor or you could have been a salesman. I could have been, but yes. I'm not. And I'm glad because I've seen what happens to some of those people and this is a way better life. And uh, I have been so blessed beyond my my imagination by what God has done. So I'm glad, so glad for that. I'm Al Stone. I'm in St. Thomas. I'm getting out a shovel, <laughs> a snowblower, my toque, a toboggan, and um, there you whatever go. I need to endure Yeah, just think you could have been a comedian, you know, hanging around people smoking and drinking and cussing. Mm-hmm. And wow, wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, brother. <laughs> well, that, that's called no, Tim that's Talks. That's a deacon's meeting. That's called Tim Talks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, deacon's This is Dan Wolven of Columbus, right. Ohio. Thank you so much. We've we've really gotten a lot of um, a lot of uh, emails and requests. So thank you so much for that. Please don't forget to give us a rating or review. Um, I will give yes. you an update. We fell out of the ranks in Kenya and in China. And in Japan, we're not even in the top what? 100. So we got to do some, we got to get some better shows, you know, going. So What? <laughs> I told you not to make fun of those people. And you wouldn't listen. Now they're offended. Come back. Come back. <laughs> okay, we'll see what we can do. Speeding, here we come. Get ready, speeding. <laughs> This is Tim Talks. We'll be back with you on Wednesday. We look forward to it. Have a great day, eh? This is the Tim Talks.
You've been listening to Tim Toss, taking interest in ministry, with new podcasts added each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To learn more about your hosts, Dr. Al Stone and Pastor Dan Wolven, you can visit us at timtalks.com. That's T-I-I-M talks.com.